straight from the boardroom to the microphone. I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. Helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. So in light of the changing times with the COVID-19 virus, we're doing something a bit different. So we're doing um, Pivot Me Live, where we're having real talk with real business owners on how you guys are navigating the very uh, rapidly changing environment that we're all in. Um, Some are working really hard to keep their doors open. Some are even actually thriving and their businesses up at times like this. So what what we're doing today is we're bringing people on um, that are talking about their business. And again, this is very dynamic. This is raw off the cuff, um, exactly the way you'd probably want it in this time. My guest today is uh, client turned friend, Eric Miller. He's the founder and owner of L Investment Group out of Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you so much for joining us today, Eric, and taking, time, <laughs> taking time out of your, um, no doubt, busy schedule and ever-changing schedule to talk to us. Well, it's hectic, but I do have more time to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Schedule's freed up a little bit, right? That's <laughs> freed up. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Eric, tell me about, um, tell us about your business. Tell us about what you do, where you do it. Give us a little background. Well, primarily what I've been in the business of doing for close to 20 years now, while EL Investment Group's only been around about six years, is, you know, I go in and I help out distressed homeowners, people that are losing their house because they've lost a job, which is uncanny in this environment. And, you know, or they're going through divorce situations or they just can't keep up with the repairs on the house. So basically what we do is we help a homeowner out of a bad situation. We take these houses, we revitalize them, and we package up a turnkey home for a new buyer that doesn't want to have to do any repairs or work on the house. So we're helping one person and helping another. So we're helping the original homeowner out of a bad situation. And then we're putting a new homeowner in the house and they're ready to go and happy because it's been freshly renovated. Wow. Yeah. Well, before we kind of get in the mechanics of the business, how, how are you guys coping right now? I mean, obviously things have changed as they have for all of us. How are you guys, how are you guys coping? Um, I think mildly everybody that works for me is freaking out a little bit. Sure. (laughs) but they're mostly men. So they're not discussing it and they're just, they're, they're keeping busy. Um, I've, I've tried to reassure the guys that there's plenty of work and we're going to move forward no matter what. And if we go on a strict quarantine that we could just quarantine them in the houses that they're working on and they can sleep there. (laughs) So not to worry that the checks will keep flowing. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough. And as you know, I closed three properties right before the pandemic got Mm -hmm. serious. So luckily we have a little more cash to operate with moving forward. We have a little bit of cushion. Um, We could sit tight without any cash coming in for a little bit. Sure. Uh, That'll be helpful. You know? Yeah. So is your, uh, is your staff uh, office, are they field virtual, a combination of all three? Um, At this point, Obviously, my construction workers are not exactly virtual, but they're they're local contractors that do the work on the houses. And I have one assistant that works virtually out of Florida. 
mostly she helps out with the inspections I do on the side with Camelot Home Inspections. But then I have a new manager in the mix, only two weeks in the mix in training in the Philippines that I've been uh, trying to bring up to speed with our construction business. And this has just um, made it a little more curious on how we're going about it. <laughs> but, uh, so that's fun. Um, but that's basically how our structure works. And we have a, a mobile bookkeeper, which soon will be virtual at some point. Okay. Okay. So has your office, I assume your office has closed down for the most part. Is there anybody currently working in the office right now? You know, we've had some changes. We used to have an in-office manager. We no longer do. So besides the bookkeeper, I'm the only one that uses the office. Okay. Actually, it means I can come in here and get work done if I need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the case before. So that's a blessing in disguise. Sure. Sure. What's the main, what's the main hurdles that you're facing right now? Um, I'm going to say it's mindset because mm-hmm. I know that there's a lot of opportunity that's, that's coming up. Um, but right now I think even myself a little bit is like, okay, I got to go to the grocery store, make sure I have enough water, toilet paper and mm-hmm. supplies just in case. And, you know, if you take a step back and look at that, uh, most of the worry is a little silly. We all have enough supplies in our home to last quite a while. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's a need for all that concern, but it carries through to the workers, you know, their concern. Sure. They're thinking, oh, I'm not going to get a paycheck, you know, even though you're, you're telling them they are, they're thinking, you know, doom and gloom a little bit. So sure. I think even after this, this interview, I might go over and do a little more um, you know, visitation and talk to the guys and boost their morale a little bit. And just let them know it's going to be okay again. You know, repetition is the mother's. Yeah. So I'm going to go repeat that a few times and yeah, you know, I bet. Bring, them a little, bring them a little snack or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. It's just, you probably can't emphasize that enough is that, um, you know, that their, their role is safe because there are a lot of roles out there that aren't safe right now. So the fact that you're able to do that for your team is really invaluable. I'm really glad that you guys are in a position. Do you feel like you're in a position, um, because you, you know, you mentioned you just recently closed on three properties. Do you feel like you were in a position for that or, to some degree, do you feel like you kind of prepared to weather a storm should one arise? Well, this business feels like one nonstop storm. <laughs> so <laughs> you're either in the middle of the storm or you're laying on the beach enjoying yourself. It, it just bounces back and forth a lot. So I'm, I'm used to that. Um, I know that the last time my business thrived, the economy was tanking. So I know that that exact same opportunity is going to present itself again. And most likely, I think it's going to surpass what it did in 07, 08. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. because they're offering all these programs. And usually when the government offers programs, they screw it up left and right. <laughs> and somebody has to be there to clean up the messes, buy the houses, fix them up, repurpose and sell them, you know. So I think that there's going to be plenty of that opportunity moving forward. Mm -hmm. I'm just hoping with this good economy going into it that we rebound, you know, rebound quicker and and don't um, have as much of a lull as we did on the last one. So do you, so do you feel like this is very similar to um, the the housing crisis that we had before? So I, I see the analogies between the two and that was a real upswing for for your business. Again, not everyone's business in the same situation, but do you feel like this is going to closely mirror that, that time? I, I think it's going to create the same kind of effect. I, I don't think okay. the situations are 
even close to being the same, but they're, they're, they're causing the same things. People are going mm. into foreclosure. Um, you know, this time it's not because of all the risky lending. It's just the fact that people are going to be out of work. Sure. Um, they're giving a, they're going to give a free pass, I think, on a lot of house payments. Free pass, they've already, you know, you can't file foreclosures in Ohio. Um, you know, so there's going to be a lot of responsibility there that I think a lot of people are going to just, for lack of a better way to put it, they're going to blow it off when it's time to pay back. <laughs> they're yeah. going to move on and, you know, and that's not everybody, but it'll be a significant percentage. Sure. So that, that's where opportunity comes in for us. Sure. And that, that was my next question is talk to me about the opportunities that do exist because obviously, and, and we've talked about this extensively. So what's, what's wrong is always available, but so is what's right. And so you're intentionally training your eye on, um, and just even in our conversation, I can hear it where there, there's definitely downsides going on, but you're very much training your eye on, okay, well, what's the upside? Like, where's the opportunities that exist out of this? So it's interesting that you said your hurdle is mindset because everything that I'm hearing is, is around that you're successfully managing your mindset. So talk to me about some of the the opportunities that you're seeing, that you're looking for and you're seeing. Is it just, okay, well, on the when this is all said and done, there will be more houses available on the market. Um, is, is that primarily it? And also talk to us about if there's any pivots you're making in your business. Like, all right, we're going to move away from maybe this traditional business model we were using and now we're looking at some other opportunities. Yeah, I won't say that um, I've gotten away from any models, but the opportunities that I'm looking for is I'm looking for more investment capital. I, I think it's going to become more available as it did in 08 because mm -hmm. people were looking for somewhere to put their money um, besides the stock market after it crashed. Sure. It did. The other opportunities that I'm looking for are possible refinances of existing loans because the mortgage industry is... Um, is relieved right now. So interest rates are really low if you're prepared to get a new loan. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm looking at positioning myself with properties that are free and clear and having capital available to act on even more opportunity moving forward. Sure. Um, because the way I see it is there's probably only three months to prepare for the opportunities coming up and that's when it's going to start. You know, mm -hmm. it'll probably start slow mm -hmm. and, in the next year, there's going to be a ton of opportunities out there. So you have to position yourself so you're ready to act on them. Yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. We will be ready. We will be ready. Yeah. Yeah. That makes complete sense. And so, and the, the, so the business that you'll be going into, it's, it's just more an extension of what you're doing now, or are you looking um, at anything additional beyond uh, sort of, you said you're looking for more investment capital, you're positioning for what this looks like in three months. Is there anything additional that you're going to be doing with your business? Well, I, I'm starting to phase out the inspection business a little bit. I may be looking for an entrepreneur that wants to step into that role mm. um, because it does consume a good amount of my time. Sure. Um, by the condition of the current market, I've been relieved of as many inspections just because I think the pandemonium um, has buyers, they're either slowing down and sitting on the fence or they're trying to hurry up and get their house purchased. <laughs> sure. I've been seeing both sides of it, but overall we've slowed down. Um, I'm taking more time to look for the opportunities, the, um, the short sales. Mm -hmm. You know, what we don't know is we don't know um, what the judges are going to do with those situations moving forward, if they're going to freeze things, which if they do, that'll be temporarily. Mm -hmm. and, and that's where I'll have to pivot a little bit and maybe consider renovating some of my current rental stock, flipping those. And 
Um, also keeping an eye open for commercial investment, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been something I've been looking for for the last few years and sure. haven't found the right opportunity and or partner and or had the right capital position to take advantage. A uh, little bit of all of the above. So I think we're going to be in a better position um, to move in on those opportunities when they come up. And I, and I think there'll be some opportunity there too. I think some in, in the commercial space. Apart. I think some deals will fall apart. Some people will get cold feet mm-hmm. you know, just because there's change. You know, a lot of times when there's change, people don't do anything until they, sure. they want to write it out and see what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Now I know we have some commercial investors and wholesalers and, and such that are um, listeners of Pivot Me. Um, give them specifics on what you're looking for. Just put it out there. Ideally, I'm looking for that distressed situation with a 50 to 150 unit building mm-hmm. where there's definitely some value add to major rehab, which I know a lot of the investors don't like the major rehab. I would be willing to tackle um, that kind of a situation. Sure. And of course, if there's any owner participation, which we don't see much anymore, but if the building's in bad shape, I would think uh, the seller would be willing to participate and help that happen. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. That gets us, gives us an idea on the direction that you're headed. And so even though that's a little bit of a shift for your business, are you okay making that shift into the commercial space despite the changing economy? Or do you see this as, hey, this is the exact opportunity for us to, to make this step in the direction? Uh, people got to live somewhere. They do. They so, certainly do. And that's what you provide for people. I would much rather manage one large box than lots of little boxes. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, just in the kind of uh, speaking kind of to the leadership piece, are you finding, let me rephrase this. How are you stepping up for people, whether that's your team, your family, your community, um, just knowing you, obviously we've worked together for quite some time. Um, a lot of people look to you for, for guidance, for leadership, probably for a bit of a harbor in the storm. Are you finding that and uh, how are you handling it? How are you managing that? I find myself in numerous conversations and, and I tend to end them all with, it's going to be okay. Mm. Because I, I think that there's a, a lot of uncertainty out there right now, and um, not everybody's equipped to handle that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm perfect either. You know, I worry I'm human. Mm-hmm. You know, but you have to you have to focus on what you can do. What can I control? You know, what can I do for my business? Well, right now I can work on making my systems better. I can do, I can do those to-dos that have been on my list for six months that I just never get to because, well, now I have the time to study a little more. And, you know, I can mm-hmm. fit those things in that are going to help me rebound faster. They're going to help me recover more capital later if I make less now. Sure. So, it's a great way to approach it. So what, one of the things that I've heard from some business owners is they're finding that they have more time um, to do those things. So tackle the things that are on their to-do list or maybe work on strategies or goals and things like that. But they're having a hard time staying focused on that. Is there a, a, a trick or a technique that you can share on how, and that might just be managing your mindset as well, but how are you able to focus on those things in sort of the mix of all that is going on? Well, I will admit I'm just as scatterbrained as anyone else right now. So my thoughts are bouncing around, you know, and the home life is the same thing. You know, the family's nervous. And mm-hmm. so I'm getting the phone calls and the text messages. So that it's a distraction. You sure. know, I've run to the grocery store on lunchtime too, you know, just to pick <laughs> up the things that are needed. Um, for myself, I just, I try to visit it first thing in the morning. 
You know, I, I do a little priming exercise that I learned from Tony Robbins and I try to be grateful for everything that's going well. And I try to focus on what I need to do for that day. And, you know, you can't beat yourself up for what you don't get done. But, mm. you know, at the end of the week, you'll find you got something accomplished. Sure. <laughs> Even if it seems like a small thing and that's, that's what's going to keep building, you know, so you ultimately get to where your goal is. Yeah. Yeah. So is there habits, like you mentioned priming in the morning, is there some habits that you're still doing um, today that are helping you navigate this? Whether it's, you know, I I always do this and I've just continued to do this or I've developed this new habit um, that's helping you right now. Well, a pivoting habit, you know, because they've closed down the gyms here. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Is I've started going hiking and I can't, um, I can't seem to get a hike done in the same amount of time I could be at the gym. So that, that one hour workout at the gym has become a two hour hike, which is awesome. It's, mm. it's a great place to, to clear your head and say, Oh, just, just relax. What are we trying to accomplish here? Mm-hmm. Uh, which direction are we heading with the business? Which direction do we want to stop going in with the business? <laughs> you know, and it just becomes a little clear when you exercise. So I think exercise is a good, catalyst for getting clear on what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. There's always gifts in any situation, even tough times, right? So you were saying hiking, is it, is it maybe more time with the family or with your sons? What's, what's been some blessings that have come out of this time? Uh, the blessings would definitely be, I've done some more projects around the house with my, with my boys. They're staying up later, so they don't have to be <laughs> in bed early for school. So we've been working together a little bit more. And then we've had more time because I've taken them hiking with me, you know, mm. so we've had, we've had more time for some discussions, um, you know, having those man father to son talks right now and letting them know, you know, things are a little crazy right now, but again, it's going to be okay. And if, you know, if mom gets upset, you've got to be a little bit of a rock for her and, mm. you know, having those talks and it's, it's been awesome, you know? Yeah. Talk about some fantastic lessons that they're getting and and great time with their dad too. One of the things we're talking about habits that you are doing. um, What about habits that you've stopped or maybe even things that you say, I'm absolutely not going to do this. So for example, um, I've seen some people limit the amount of uh, news that they will consume. So I'm going to take 30 minutes in the morning and 30 minutes at night. And then everything between I'm, I'm not going to touch the news. Do you have any things that you're like, I'm absolutely staying away from this so I can stay focused on what I need to stay focused on? Well, I've probably dropped from a couple hours a day on Facebook down to maybe 15 or 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't, I don't pay much attention to the news on Facebook. Um, you know, it is a connection with friends. So mostly I'm just checking to see who's commenting and, yeah. you know, make sure I get my interactions with my friends and then and I try to ignore the rest mm-hmm. because I, you know, I see, uh, I see people freaking out, you know, reading all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Even my son started doing that. He started doing too much research, you know, Mm. and and watching the news articles. I'm like, you know, you can't do that. They can only give you so many updates a day (laughs) that mean anything, you know. That's a really good point because your kids, um, you know, we've we've talked about my kids are obviously younger, so they're not able to get on and look look things up. So everything they're getting is fed through us. Um, But that's another, it's another level of complexity when your kids are older and they can just get on and read the news themselves. You don't get to filter what they're getting exposed to. I hadn't considered that as a parent. Hmm. That must be challenging. Well, yeah, the 13 year old, he's in all kinds of stuff that I'll probably never even figure out. (laughs) Right. 
you know? Yeah, it's totally true. No, that makes complete sense. So what, um, uh, share some wisdom. What, what piece of advice, what resource, what words of encouragement would you give to other, other business owners that are listening to this right now, or, or even just, um, anybody, a, a pivot me listener that's, um, whether that's looking for some hope or some opportunity or something that they really should wrap their arms around that might help them through this time. Well, first of all, just don't freak out. You know, it, it is going to be okay. But what you can do yourself is you can focus on what you can do, how you can make things better. What can you improve? Can you help your neighbor? Mm-hmm. Who needs help? You, you know, when you help people, it makes you feel better. You know, right now there's people that are not able to get out. They're probably watching the news and they're in their 70s and they're freaking out, afraid that they're going to die if they, you know, leave mm-hmm. their home. And that's not too exaggerated. I mean, that's at the far end. I mean, some people are self-quarantining because they're just, they're that worried that they're going to get some sort of cross-contamination and end up with a weird virus. So do what you can do. Everybody's got work on their business that can be accomplished. And, And I know, I know when the rug's being pulled out from under you, that is not a comfortable feeling. There's a way through it. You know, take you some time, relax, go hiking. Go hiking. Think about about solutions. Don't think about the problems as much. Give the problems this much thought. Give the solutions this much thought. Mm. And, you know, go follow your heart at that point, you know. That's really good advice. It's really good. Um, Because if you look at what's mostly being talked about and what's really focused on, at least in social media space, a lot of it is problem focused um, or, or what ifs. And that's not really controlling what we have the power to control. That's, that's a uh, really good. The other thing I hear too is, um, you know, talk to your kids and frame this for your kids. Don't let the kids frame it for themselves. Be the, be the rock for them and, um, help them understand this and frame it for them in a way that's going to serve them. Because the truth is we don't really know exactly what the next you know few weeks look like. So we gotta, we gotta choose what we're focusing on. And if, especially when our kids are young enough, really influence what they're focusing on as well. That's awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Eric. I really appreciate you hopping on. It's been a blast. This is awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at TheAprilGarcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.